0: What is up, everybody? Today I am joined here by Cole Pearson. What's going on, Cole? What's going on? It's been a today, while. It has it been awesome. It's like we had we had a little had a little health issue, so we've been been taking it all for a while. But glad glad to be back today. We got a big podcast. MLB free agent predictions. A lot has gone down so far, but there are still a lot of big names on that board. Um. So far, we can go over. We'll go over them in depth after. But so far, Corey Seager to the Rangers. Sammy into the Rangers. Rangers made some big moves. Uh, Robbie Gray to the Mariners. Scherzer to the Mets. Gossman to the Blue Gossman to the Blue Jays. Marte to the Mets. Javi to Tigers. Verlander to the Astros. Syndergaard to the Angels. Eduardo Rodriguez to the Tigers. And we'll get into the other ones after. But starting off, um, I just put together a list. This is not my order, But... Starting off, we have Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa, um, big-name shortstop. I'd probably consider him the top dog. I, wh- how would you say I, I'd consider top dog in this shortstop
1: race? Oh, for shortstops, for sure. That's a for-sure skis. It's really been between him and Seeger. There are some other notable guys. Some, are, some have been signed. Really, the only two shortstops left, I feel like, are Trevor Story and Correa. I mean, maybe you want to consider Chris Taylor one. But really, those are the only notable ones. Um, uh, and then overall, um, trying to think of any pitchers. I'm looking down the list. Kershaw, I guess you could say, and then uh, Freddie Freeman over there at first base is pretty notable as well. But, man, uh, I have to say this free agent class is stacked. Uh, in years past, I mean, there was that one crazy offseason with Machado and Harper just a few years ago. Um, but this has definitely been uh, the, the most stacked uh, – list of free agents that we've seen since then, I would say. Um, Carlos Correa played with the Astros his whole career. Uh, Joe, do you see him resigning, or where do, you, where do you think he goes? Well, my initial thought
0: was the Tigers up until today when Javi signed that nice deal with the, the Tigers. I mean, Cubs offered him eight years, 168. He declined it, ended up going for six years, 140. I think that was. Yeah. Yeah, so he ended up taking less for Short amount of time, but um, I mean, that's what happens. You see how things play out, ends up getting traded and gets less money. But I think that's a great move for the Tigers. They went with him and said Correa is now looking probably more than Seager, which I don't think he's going to get that range uh, unless there's a team willing to pay that. But down to my final three, I have the Astros as a team re signing. Um, I have a little dark horse in there of the Cubs. I mean, I don't know if I'm a little biased or not, but it's a little dark horse for me. No, he said he
1: likes Chicago. I can see that.
0: And then I have – well, I actually have two more. The Red Sox and Yankees. uh, The Red Sox are getting more difficult just because, you know, they got that stacked infield. And Bogart's moving over to second. is going to be kind of, like, hard for him because, I mean, he's been there longer. So, I mean, Javi is that only guy. we can go from there. But I think Carlos Correa will be – Going to the New York Yankees. I feel like the Yankees are so desperate at shortstop right now that they will be paying some big money uh, out there. And I feel like Correa is that man to go out there. You can add a nice, righty stacked lineup with Stanton and Judge already. Um, You also got, why am I drawing a blank? Yeah, Voight. Yeah, Voight. uh, It's a big ready stack, kind of, as you can tell. them that's even adding even more. They really wanted Seeger so they can add that little lefty, but um, they could
1: not. But I have Carlos Correa going to the Yankees. Um, yeah, that was the exact point I was going to bring up here. That that lineup is stacked with right-handed bats. Uh, they did go out and get Gallo and Rizzo at last year's trade deadline. Uh, didn't work out too well for them, I have to say. They kind of got dominated in that wild card game. I thought Seeger was the perfect fit for the Yankees. Got that short porch. I really thought it was a match made in heaven, but, you know, what was that? Yesterday we saw him go to Texas. Um, Correa, you said Yankees and Red Sox. I can't see him going to either of those. To me, it is down to the Chicago Cubs and the Houston Astros. And uh, as much as, you know, I love the Cubs, I'm just going to take Houston. Uh, He's formed such a great relationship with all those guys there. Um, I think Verlander coming back might play a role in there. uh, That shows that they want to go out and contend again. Dusty Baker seems fairly confident and his guys to go out there and uh, repeat what they've done in these past couple years. Um, And the only reason I think he would go to the Cubs is just because he said he liked Chicago. Um, But Correa, you know, he stuck stuck up. He was like kind of that main villain, I guess. I mean, you could say Altuve in that cheating scandal, but Altuve and Bregman and all those guys kind of like came out and apologized. And Correa, I feel like in interviews, was being very hostile about it. And, I don't know, he seems very he, – he was just kind of the guy to stick up for his teammates that year. And um, I think he likes Houston. He enjoys being there. Uh, so, I think he's going to re-sign with the Houston Astros.
0: Yeah. Uh, like I said, there's coming down a few teams for Korea, And just a matter of time. Too bad Ricketts is a cheap state and probably will not go after this guy. But uh, – Next up on my list is Corey Seager. We can go over this briefly. He signed a 10-year, $325 million contract with the Texas Rangers. Um, Rangers have been busy. They, they're they taking care of business so far, and they want to make themselves known in that exciting AL West right now. Um, the A's pretty much a pathetic now. They're going to be that, that last team. But uh, from there on, uh, it's pretty much – I mean, I wouldn't say anyone's race because Rangers are still lacking many things. But the Angels – they're doing their business. Mariners are spending money, and Astros are right behind them. They'll always be up those contenders, but uh, yeah, that's what I get. I, the Rangers are heading in the right direction. That's all I gotta say about that.
1: Um, for Corey Seager, for sure. Uh, Texas. Um, you know, I for me looking at this, I don't think that he that well. Just making predictions, I don't think Texas was really at the top of my list for Corey Seager. I really saw him going to the Yankees. I thought that was kind of the I was really set on him going to the Yankees. Um, for Rangers, I, I saw this post on maybe ESPN. It was asking if the Rangers are World Series contenders now. Do you think that's is that foolish and foolish That that, yeah.
0: that that is foolish. I mean, like I said, I was telling I was telling you guys before. I mean, besides John Gray, Dane Dunning was your ace before. So I mean, you got to go out there and get that pitching staff in order. I mean, I really didn't pay attention much to the Rangers because I mean. Just a bunch of young guys over there, but I mean, they're, they're headed in the right direction. World Series, we can maybe, maybe they go out there and get one or two more guys in the next few years, but I, I think it's foolish to start calling them. You have a two, you have a three and four hitter. Congrats. I
1: mean, hey, I have, a, uh, I, have a, I have a proposition. Do you know what starting pitcher is from Dallas, Texas, and just so happens to be a free agent this year? I don't know, but I believe Mike Foltynewicz
0: is with that team. Sorry, I was just well, off topic. Ma-
1: Mike Mike Foltynewicz he's from around here. DLL I know. That, I know. I'm direct. just saying
0: he also signed a deal there, so they could have some pieces there. But K-
1: Dallas has Clayton Kershaw. Piece. Ooh. He, he grew up in Dallas, Texas. He is a free agent. He declined that uh, that that option, didn't he? So, he did not decline the option. Offer.
0: I I mean, to be honest, I feel like the Dodgers. Are, I mean, they do have the prospects, but they traded Moyal for Scherzer and Turner. And I mean, Scherzer's gone, Seeger's gone. You could lose Kershaw and Kenley and Chris Taylor. That that's five impactful names that could be missing from your team next year. So it will be interesting to see how that division fares this upcoming season. But getting into the next guy on the list, Chris Bryant. Um. So for Brian, it pretty much came down to three or four teams for me. I have the Seattle Mariners, uh, San Francisco Giants, Chicago Cubs, and Colorado Rockies. Uh, the Rockies expressed interest in him. They said they liked them, and they've been talking to to Brian's agents. Uh, Cubs is obviously an obvious one. Uh, Cubs have already been in talks, and um, he's, I mean, he played here for what was it, six, seven years, and then. Uh, Mariners, they're looking for that key impactful guy, the new one, to like kind of get things to the next level with them. Just missed out on the playoffs. Everybody's rooting for him towards the end of the year, but they just missed out. Went out and signed Robbie Ray. They're headed in the right direction as well. And then the Giants, obviously, to retain a guy like Chris Bryant would be very good for them because they're coming off from a career season as a franchise. But after my final decision, after Corey Seager was missed out on, I believe Chris Bryant will be coming back to the Chicago Cubs. Um, now with this deal comes up, obviously he could play anywhere, and I'm sure he'd be willing to come back, but, uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, Ricketts has shown on earlier so far, Jan Gomes and Clint Frazier, the way we're heading in the direction, probably a bunch of one-year deals and wish for the best, but I really think they can get this done. And if not Bryant, maybe Rizzo,
1: but Bryant's, I feel like Bryant's coming home. Um, I have two or three guys out of what this list that we have that we've comprised, probably 30 guys. I didn't want to go too biased. I think I only have two or three of these guys uh, going to the Cubs and Chris is not one of them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you name this team, but the Philadelphia Phillies, I feel Phillies, like Harper, I forgot about clear name. front runner for me. He said he wanted to sign there. Him and Harper have been long lost buddies. They haven't played together yet. Uh, they were good friends when they were younger. I think this is, um, this is the place for him to be. Harper got locked up for what 13, 13 years when he signed that contract yeah, he's there for a while uh, you know we could see a uh, a landry Odell Beckham situation where one of them gets unhappy and then they're not they're not together anymore but as of right now you know when when Harper was a free agent just a few years ago uh, Bryant was trying to convince him to come over to Wrigley um, and now it's kind of vice versa it's flipped around and I think uh, I think Harper's gonna get the job done I think Bryant, you know, in interviews, he said he wants to go play with his buddy. And I think it happens at, uh, in Philadelphia this offseason. I got Bryant going to the Phils. Uh, just, oh, too bad Jason Hayward had to happen. And that's why Bryce Harper
0: is not on our team. Mm-hmm. But uh, getting on to the fourth member, we have Marcus Semien. He already signed to the Rangers. Rangers, like I said, many moves. Uh, they already have three of these guys on this list so far. Uh, we'll get into the other one later. But Marcus Semien signed up, what was it, seven year? Uh, 175? Six or seven, yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there. So, obviously, the Rangers have themselves two superstars. Uh, Semyon finished third in the MVP race. Uh, yeah, he finished third behind Vlad and Otani. But, I mean, two superstars. Uh, yeah, two superstars for the Rangers.
1: I mean, they're heading in the right direction, but uh, do you have anything to say? Um, For Semyon, you know, uh, reports are saying that he wants to play shortstop. I don't think it really matters. He set the record for home runs by a second baseman in a season. Um, I think he's going to be back playing second base, and I think he's going to do very, very well. I like the signing a lot, and that was kind of the signing that really kicked off uh, free I mean, I guess you could say Verlander But of the notable guys, Semyon, I feel like was one of the first to go What it happened, Sunday um, I I like this move a lot They set themselves up with the core Like you said, I don't think that makes them contenders You know, especially with this AL West You know, teams are going crazy Signing these guys, Angels Astros are getting their guys back um, The Mariners, really the, the odd man out Is the Athletics here I kind of feel bad for them, Joe I know that, that those are your boys over there but uh, I think they can, you know. We're gonna do a standing. You lost their manager. Yeah, we're gonna do a 2022 standings prediction podcast when it gets closer to the season. Um, I don't think I'm gonna have the Athletics doing too good. You know, I'm just gonna say it now. Um, they're unfortunate. But I think what the Rangers are doing is that they're setting themselves up with guys that are have been very consistent over the years, and uh, they know they can get the job done. And then they're just gonna rely on their. Uh, on their um, their scouts and their draft, to just kind of fill out the rest of that roster. I love what they're doing. I just don't think they're there yet. But Semyon was a very good signing.
0: Moving on, excuse me. We have Freddie Freeman. Um, this one's a fairly should be a fairly obviously one, especially he come came out today and said he wants a six-year, one hundred eighty million dollar deal, which is a slap on the wrist compared to these other guys. Freddie Freeman is has been a consistent amazing first baseman for the Atlanta Braves. And if they're unwilling to do that contract, shame on them. This guy is one of the top five first basemen in the league, maybe even the top. Do- well, it, well, with some of the positions, well, he's top, top five, probably even top three, but definitely um, that's the thing. I, that's why I'm picking the Braves because then they better pull through, but don't, don't be surprised if Yankees swoop in there goes seven years to ten. Uh, God, I would love the Cubs defend Freddie Freeman. And I feel like that's a guy Ricketts might want to go out and get like kinda like that Rizzo where you're gonna have this guy for a while, great guy to be around the fan base. But yeah, Braves.
1: Um, you know, the Braves are the easy answer here. He just won the World Series with them. I'm gonna go a little outside the box uh no pun intended i'm gonna go toronto blue jays um the only argument against that would be you got vladimir guerrero jr at first base but you could throw one of them at dh you could flip them in between first base and dh and um you know all these al east teams have really been you know in free agency they've really been getting involved i mean obviously besides the orioles sorry orioles fans (laughs) um But, you know, I think Toronto does not want to be done yet. They got Gossman, who had a great 2021. But, you know, prior to this season, he wasn't too good. So, you know, you don't know what you're going to get out of him. You're hoping that he can keep it up, which I think he will. Um, But, you know, just missing out on a wild card game last year, you got a young team. You're hoping that these guys that you got can keep progressing. But it's nice to have insurance, and I think Freddie Freeman is that guy. Um, I, I don't know if he wants a long-term deal, um, but I could see him signing with Toronto, making a run. And I I think if he uh, if Toronto can get him, they're, uh, they're contenders up there for sure. Yeah, I like that pick. Like you said, no pun intended. That, that was outside the box. <laughs>
0: but uh, we're going to go with a little trifecta here. These next three guys have already signed. I'm just going to hit them all at once.
1: All pretty major starting pitchers, too. Yeah.
0: So we have Robbie Ray signed at the Mariners, five years, 115. For them, that is a phenomenal move. They have their ace for the next five years. And I think that is the Blue Jays' mistake right there. They should have mm-hmm. went after uh, this guy instead. Uh, they He was so Young this year. They should have retained him. I don't know why. Max Scherzer uh, signed at the Mets for three years, 130 million. Uh, the biggest... Single-year contract salary. He also is making 15 mil on top of that from the Mets for the next five years. Uh, Mets have the best rotation in baseball now. Doesn't matter who three, four, and five are. They have the two best pitchers in baseball. Uh, simple as that. And Kevin Gausman signed with the Blue Jays for a five-year, one ten uh, 110 million dollar deal. Um, this is a big mistake that but I think it's going to be the worst free agent signing in this class. Wow. And I'll tell you why uh gossman pits with the Blue Jays for the first five, uh, not uh, for the Orioles for the first five, six years of his career. Never had an ERA of 3.5. Moves into the NL, sitting 3.62, 2.8, mm-hmm. 2.8. He was sitting right around that line. And I feel like this is a big mistake. You're bringing him back into that division. Obviously, he's not on a crappy team anymore. um But I think this is. One of the mistakes their goal should have been to retain Robbie Ray, Cy Young, who beat out Garrett Cole in that division, and uh, who's the third one? Uh, Lance
1: Lynn. Yeah, Lance Lynn. And beat
0: out Lance Lynn. I mean,
1: it was either Hammer or Rodon.
0: Yeah, I mean, White Sox had two starting pitchers. One of them's laid on the list, but those are those are my takes for the three guys right there.
1: Um. I, I don't mind the Gaussman signing. Robbie, Ray, I just realized this, both reigning Cy Young winners uh, went to different teams. We got Scherzer, one in the NL. Uh, in, in the NL, He's over on the Mets now. Like you said, Robbie Ray's on the Mariners. For the Mariners, I love this signing. Um, you made a playoff push at the end of the season. It was really fun to watch. Uh, even without Kyle Lewis, who was Rookie of the Year in 2020. Now, he might have been a one-hit wonder. You don't know that, but you're going to get him back. You're getting Robbie Ray. You know you're in the running for Chris Bryant. Some other of these, uh, some of these and other Trevor,
0: guys. And Trevor Story just hasn't recently.
1: Yeah. Um. I I really like the Mariners this season. This AL West is really going to be a close one to call. I feel like the Angels are going to be the favorite because they have the MVP. They also have Mike Trout, who's won several MVPs. This is going to be really really tough. But I love it. I love seeing this. Um, Robbie Ray. I like the signing a lot. I think he's going to be good. Max Scherzer. You know. Record-shattering deal. I like that deal a lot. Kevin Gossman, you know, probably the least flattering of the three. But, again, they locked him up for five years. I like that deal as well. Um, really can't go wrong with those three guys. Obviously, you'd prefer Max Scherzer because he's been doing it the longest, been the most consistent. Uh, Robbie Ray's obviously got that upside. But in Arizona, you know, he wasn't the most consistent. He was a high strikeout, high home run guy. And then Gossman, like you said, just had a really good kind of, I wouldn't say fluke year, just kind of surprising year last year. You know, nobody really saw the Giants having any success, and Gossman was kind of the head of that pitching staff, really getting things done. was an all-star, too, so good to see. That is correct.
0: Um, moving on to another big-name starting pitcher, Marcus Stroman. Um, pitched the Mets last year. I believe he went 10-12 and 12 with, like, an ERA of 3.8. These are just numbers off the top of my head. I believe I was looking at it the other day. Ago, I think that's what I remember. But um, for me, it came down to two teams: the Mets and the Braves. Um, now, for me, I really, lo- really would love the Cubs, but I'm, we already went there. Ricketts mm-hmm. isn't going to spend anything. But um, to me, I feel like so. This, I'm, I, I am standing with the Braves. Um, you're already adding you'll be adding to Morton Freed and maybe getting Soroka back. This would be a great move for the reigning champs. You're getting uh Cunha back, hopefully Freddie Freeman. But uh the Mets they want they still want a hitter and a pitcher, like a top hitter and pitcher. I I mean Steve Cohen is just pulling this money out of like everywhere. It's just Marte <laughs> Marte, uh Scherzer, uh Kana and
1: uh, who was the other
0: guy? Eduardo Escobar.
1: There you go.
0: All solid moves by the Mets, but as we like to joke, which it's not a joke, the Mets will still miss the playoffs. But I, Marcus Stroman, Marcus Stroman signing with the Braves. Um, to be honest, I don't see anything over four years, though. To be honest,
1: um. No, yeah, I, I don't see him signing a long term deal. I could see him honestly signing a one year deal. Uh Marcus Stroman, though, I love this pitcher. He so has a lot of energy on the mound. Is honestly a pretty underrated feeler. Fielder, you know, fields some bunts pretty well. Um, which is an underrated part of the game. You know, you wanna have those guys that got the range, like Zach Ranke. Um, but for Marcus Stroman, you know, I said I had the Cubs picking up two, three guys. This is one of the guys. I really like Marcus Stroman. You know, he's big on the Twitter. He likes talking about um where he's gonna go, I die. I Have to look. I don't think he said anything about Chicago yet. I know he's been really talking a bunch of I guys don't, about the I know about the really,
0: Yankees. Earlier, he said uh, he would not pl- mind playing in Wrigley because it's every kid's dream. Like, I mean, like uh, Correa said. I mean, these kids grew up. Wrigley was like a big one I mean, big spots. But I know DeRosa and uh, Stroman are not on the same eye. Stroman will not be joining the Chicago White Sox.
1: <laughs> um. No, I love Stroman. The uh, Stroman, though, I think that he'd be a really good fit in Chicago. He's got nasty stuff. Shows a lot of energy, and I think that's what this clubhouse needs. You know, Javi Baez and Contreras were kind of those guys that um, that led the clubhouse in terms of energy. Uh, not so much Kyle Hendricks, but uh, I think that you know with Baez being gone, obviously he signed with Detroit, and then with you know Contreras potentially on the way out. We just signed Jan Gomes uh, earlier today. Now, that could mean that he's just the backup, you know, playing it <laughs> safe, or that Contreras is on the way out. But either way, you need some some more, you know, clubhouse guys. I think Strowman's going to bring that to the table. I want him going to Chicago. I would
0: love that for it to happen. Everybody in Chicago would be happy for that, then you got the Hendricks and Strowman one-two punch, and then they could figure it out from the rest. But moving on to the next, uh, this guy already signed, Charlie Marque very brief. This is a great move by the Mets. I love it. Uh, he's going to replace probably Conforto if he doesn't sign back. But this is a great move. Um, he's one of my guys. I'm very high in sign. Like I've always loved him. We've, we've seen him with the uh, Pirates for these years. And he's always been a solid player. So good to see him get his money in. Hopefully he just doesn't suck with the Mets.
1: I want him to do well. This guy's being thrown around like a rag doll. This is what, his third team in six months? Do we know uh, yeah. the A's, know- Diamondbacks? Oh, da-
0: Pirates, Diamondbacks, A's, and now Matt. and Marlins. Oh, and Marlins. I wow. forgot about
1: Diamondbacks. This is his fourth team in a year, right? I I think so. Let me check up on that real quick. That's that's wild to me. Um, I do. We know the logistics of the deal. Is uh, it can't be long term, right? He's getting four up-
0: years, seventy eight mil.
1: Four <laughs> years, seventy eight mil. You know, balling on a budget. Um, I like the signing. I have to say, you know, Joe, you said it. Mets aren't making the playoffs. you know I'm gonna have to go in depth. It's still very early, you know, it's still November thirtieth. um i I might have them making the playoffs. I don't know another I, people, I'm, not, I'm not another the people to on Twitter
0: are really really uh they were very excited with my comments. I put it <laughs> that way, but uh I mean, they are adding some pieces. I'll get into a guy later who I thought they should have signed. I'm considering this guy the most impactful guy uh who's gonna sign. We'll get into that. But Marte's a good start. I think Eduardo Escobar's also I feel like Escobar's gonna be one of those guys there who goes there's the bat goes the, goes there to bat two ten with like ten home it, it, It's not gonna be good. But uh yeah, Stall so Marte got his money. Good for him. Moving on to Trevor's story. Uh by the way, from so Marte, he played for three teams. In, no, but yeah, he did play for four teams in uh, from 2020 to 2021: Pirates, Diamondbacks, Miami, and Oakland. And now the Mets. This is well, now 15. the Mets. Fifteen, but uh, Trevor Story. Uh, I am not a big fan of this guy. Uh, to me, he's, he's he's a likable player, but I just. Now if the Cubs were out to go get him, sure, fine. He, I think Colorado is why he's a big name. Um, see with Arenado, he's kind of proven in spot. I mean, he's he's a great ball player, but with Story, he strikes out. He's been striking out a lot. He always he used to hit very well, but it just seems as like the spotlight I shot to him. He still has thirty home runs or how many ever, but the strikeouts have got worse than the average dip. So, I don't feel like he will be getting as much money. But uh, I actually have him going to the Boston Red Sox. Um, the reason is um, he has been trained to play center field also. So, you could stick him at second or center. Uh, nice outfield of Verdugo, Story, and uh, Jaden Martinez, who still plays outfield. But um, you're getting a nice fast guy. He can steal bases, he can hit the power just. If he could hit him for more contact, he'd be a very, he'd, he'd be up there with the contracts. But I feel like he's gonna he might fall be- below the bias at one forty to be honest. But uh, I like the guy. He's just he needs to do a little bit
1: better. Um. So for Trevor Story, I feel like all these free agents that we've named so far at least have a slim chance, slim to large chance of re-signing with the team that they played for last season. And Trevor Story is not one of those guys. You could just tell he wasn't happy in Colorado. They were playing terrible baseball. They're going to continue to play terrible baseball. And for me, this is down to two teams. Now, Joe, you're a big Boston guy. I don't, I don't have this guy going to Boston. Um, and the two candidates for me are going to be the Seattle Mariners and the New York Yankees. And I think he's going to go to the Yankees. Now, I know I was just saying that the Yankees are going to want to go out and get a left-handed bat, big power guy. But unfortunately, that guy's off the table. Now, if we're going and looking at other notable free agents still left, you got Nick Castellanos, you got I, I'm really a lot of these guys are righties. Nelson Cruz, really. There's only Jorge Soler. There's only a few notable left-handed hitters that they can go get. That's Jock Peterson, Kyle Schwarber, Anthony Rizzo, and Michael Conforto. And really, and, and they, they, Eddie Rosario too. But I those a lot of those guys are outfielders, and I feel like they want to go infield. So. I think Trevor story is going to have to be their guy to play shortstop, which I mean, that's not a bad thing. I mean, Yankees fans have high hopes every offseason with that huge payroll that they have. Um, Trevor story is a great shortstop last season. I had him as my number one shortstop coming into the air. Obviously Colorado didn't have too much success. He might fall. Um, but I think with the Yankee come back and be that top shortstop that he was just, two or three seasons, go to the Yankees.
0: Very solid pick, them. Now, coming up to the guy who I think is the most impactful guy in this free agent class, Chris Taylor. I love this man. He, is, he plays every position except the catcher. Uh, he can hit for contact. He can hit for power. Uh, this is this is the man who I think the Dodgers need to go retain. Um but he he can like I said, his for power contact and I mean it's hard because I mean, he's not gonna like be that big contract guy, but he like you can get him for a steel contract. I feel like I am returning to the Dodgers. This is the man they need to retain. I'm a huge fan, plays everywhere, like I said. Um he I mean had I mean two fifty four for him is a decent decent year, but um, 270, he always sits around that mark. He's very consistent. Uh, if you check out, like, his feeling logs, I mean, he's all – you have him at second, short, third, having him left, right, center. He can practically play everywhere. So, this, is, to me, is the most important I wish the Cubs would go out and get this guy. You can get for, probably, you can get him for, like, three years, probably somewhere under the 40 – three years, 45 mil or something like that. I mean,
1: he could be very cheap. And uh, I have advice. Um, so remember how I said I have two or three guys going to the Cubs? The, tell the, me this is that second guy yes! I, I, I we, we really before this haven't discussed our guys and we were kind of on the same page here. I would love Chris Taylor in Chicago. Now I didn't even like I'm just doing these on the fly normally I have this planned out, but I'm just looking at these guys thinking of a good fit and for me, Chris Taylor's just screaming Chicago Perfect. cubs. Cubs love their guys that could feel, that, the, that could play everywhere. And um, Chris Taylor is most definitely that guy. I feel like he's a mini Chris Bryant, not in the way that they play, just in the way that they're so versatile that they fit well with any team. No team doesn't need a Chris Taylor. I'll just say that. Any team would love to have them uh, have a Chris Taylor on their team. It's just how much they're willing to pay him. Um, obviously hit that home walk-off home run in the NL wildcard game. Um, and I think he's just really gonna continue that. You know, was an all star last season. He was the Team Affinity three guy for the Dodgers in MLB the Show. Um, I for me, this is kind of wishful thinking because I really haven't seen these two names tied together all off season yet. Um, I'll have to do a, again more research on you know do a deep dive on on the Twitter box. But um, as of right now, Chris Taylor and the Chicago Cubs sound good to me. I like that a lot.
0: I mean, like you said, any team could use this guy. He is a he can bat lead off. He's he very fast. I he used to play for the Mariners. I'd love to see him go back to the Mariners. This is just
1: he I used like to play perfect. for the Mariners.
0: Yeah, he started his career at the Mariners.
1: I, I did not know that.
0: Also, the Angels have expressed interest in him, so uh, that's another good option. Or the Blue Jays, actually. I mean, he he could he could fit anywhere in anybody's lineup. Just simple as that. But moving on, Javier Baez signed a six-year 100 deal with the Detroit Tigers. Um, I don't got much say in this. I mean, he's either going to be a very good contract, lives up to the hype, helps that Tigers team win a World Series later in the future, or he's going to bat a buck 90. They're not going to like him, and he's going to be there for six years because he won't opt out after the second year. But if he puts together, like, an MVP performance, like, doesn't like Detroit, he opts out, gets more money. But I could see him there for all six years. Uh, this team is very special. I think they're going to be – they could be a playoff team next year. I'm going to go out there and say it now. But uh, I like where this team's headed.
1: No, they, they, they definitely can. And I think they will be a playoff team in 2020. Eduardo Rodriguez signing really flew under the radar because that was kind of at the start. Um, for me, I just – I don't know why anyone want to go play baseball in Detroit, Michigan. It's going to be cold at the start and at the end of the year. It's just not a good place to live. The stadium is huge. It's a pitcher's ballpark. So, from a pitching standpoint, I understand, you know, they produced, what, five Cy Young winners from their 2014 squad. Um, But for Javier Baez, man, it's going to be a lot less home runs and a lot more fly outs to the track or maybe some more doubles. The basket at Wrigley. 360 to the corners, 420 to dead center. It's just not a hitter's ballpark, I have to say. Um, You know, they got good value. Baez got paid. Uh, You know, what did you say? How much did the Cubs offer him? Two more years and, what, 40 more mil? Yeah. So that's – I don't know. I I honestly, of the guys that the the Cubs traded away, Javi Baez was the least – the guy I wanted the least. Not saying that I didn't want him, but I would prefer having Rizzo or Bryant back. Over Hobby. Um but I think they're gonna make a run this year. Javi Baez, you know, he needs to cut the strikeouts down, which I feel like he kinda did with the Mets, which I don't know if it was just a change of scenery was nice for him. Um but Javier Baez, I think that's a good signing for Detroit. I think I don't see them taking out the White Sox, but they could definitely contend for that wild card.
0: I agree um a not surprising move by the Tigers here though they non-tendered Matt Boyd so Matt Boyd after coming up from career season even though he posted a three and eight win-loss record Tigers could not get any offense from the days he pitched but posted a career era year um I'd probably say a career year for him I mean uh he did I'm pretty sure he got hurt maybe that's what led to this but only had 15 starts I mean it would be interesting. To, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be mad if the Cubs can pick this guy up, or I, we can see what happens there. But moving on, Nick Castellanos has been reported wants a seven-eight year deal at the age of 29. So he probably he wants to be locked up till age 37. So he might retire. But ah, uh, it's hard to tempt because he bets 300. I mean, hits for power, RBIs. Uh, but I feel with people saying the Cubs, but I just don't feel that the Cubs want I mean, want him back to be honest for that for that much. I mean he's probably gonna want north a little north of two hundred and I don't think the Cubs will do that. Um names that have been mentioned are Phillies, Marlins, probably out of the Marlins price range. But um I actually haven't gone to the Phillies. This is, this is my guy for the Phillies. Uh can go in that lineup with uto Harper, uh, those and Reese Hoskins, but another ready bat to that lineup. Very good contact. I feel like it'll fit right in. You have a nice punch between Harper and uh, Castellanos at three and four, however you want to do it. But uh, there's a great guy for George Variety and the Phillies. Um, this is where this money should go this year.
1: Um, now Castellanos, he has been rumored for the Cubs. So my OG pick here, I was really sold on him going to Miami. But with the Abisail Garcia signing, I don't know. They could obviously still go after him. But I would like to see him play for an American League team. Um, I don't know if he's been rumored to go to Seattle, which I would like to see him. You know, he can play right field in Seattle. Uh, obviously, they have Mitch Haniger, so he could go at DH. I mean, you could go Angels. Has he been, have, do you know if he's been rumored to go to the Angels at all? Um, the teams so far are Miami,
0: Philadelphia Reds and Reds yeah, there's only three teams so far, so um it looks like an
1: NL market exactly but... yeah, which doesn't make sense to me he's not a good fielder, so my wish list would be Mariners and Angels just because I like seeing those AOS teams just keep going back and forth, but from those teams you listed, I'm gonna go Miami um you know Miami's been making a push they got they locked down their ace Alcantara for what five more years um. They got Avisayo Garcia. And I just think that I would have liked to see them get, if they got Starling Marte back, I really think that that would have been nice. Or maybe Byron Buxton, who kind of flew under the radar. I feel like more teams should have been going after him because he was doing wonderful things, much like Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and the whole Kansas City Chiefs organization, over there in Minnesota before his injury. Um, so he was kind of flying under the radar. So they want to go outfield. We've seen that. Um, Castellanos could be their guy. Big power guy. You know, he's been very consistent ever since he kind of broke out with Detroit. You really haven't seen a bad season out of him since. So you know what you're gonna get. I feel like this would be money well spent. Now with Baez, it's very, very boom or bust. He could be great. Go back to his what 2018, 2019 stuff where he was up there for MVP or he could go to 2021 self and keep kind of regressing and striking out a lot more when I think with Castellanos, you know what you're going to get and it's very, very good things. So if I were to put my money into one guy, um, obviously that's not in the top tier, but probably that second mid tier, it would be Nick Castellanos. Agreed. Coming up another Dodger mentioned earlier, Clayton Kershaw. Uh,
0: With Kershaw, uh, he battled. I mean, he still pitch. He still pitches very well, but uh, batt- he battled a few injuries the past few years. Uh, you're talking about a f- uh, three-time former Cy Young and MVP winner. Uh, last year, ten and eight with an ERA of three point five for a guy that's thirty three, still pitching phenomenal. Um, it'd be great. <laughs> I would just love it if he signed at the Mets. How cool would that be? It would I mean, not be cool. No. I, well, I, I, but you, three between those three, you'd have – all three of them are three times Cy Young award winners, right?
1: Uh, Scherzer's, Scherzer's got four. DeGrom's got <laughs> two. I think DeGrom is three. He won it three years in a row. Or did, did he?
0: he? I don't know. But that'd be insane. I mean, a pitching I, – I don't think Chris would ever – I think mean, Kershaw the Kershaw's only won teams... the MVP. Exactly. The only two teams for Kershaw I feel like are They're actually three. Braves, Angels, and Dodgers. Uh and I'm gonna go on a limb here. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Angels snag him. Uh Ooh. you add you add this to Otani, Syndergaard, and do they still have Dylan Bundy? Uh, they might okay. have Max Bundy, yeah. Right. Uh <laughs> that guy sucks, but uh uh I would love to see him go with the Angels. It'd be a great add to this struggling team. Angels are so desperate that they took 20 first round – not first round. 20 of their – all 20 of their picks in the draft and pitching. One of those guys – you, you got to think one of those guys has to be good. I mean, he took 20 pitchers and then <laughs> it just blows
1: my mind. But uh, I've played in the game with the Angels. I, I love the fact that you brought that up because I was going to say it too. Now, I love that the Angels are very aware of their situation, have a loaded lineup, need work on the pitching. It's almost like get those guys in Seattle working for the Seahawks, you know, taking with their first pick, another wide receiver, definitely not needed. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I I love that they're aware of what they need. Um, I don't see him going to the Angels. though. I think if he wants to stay in L.A., it's going to be the Dodgers. He's had that great history with them. Um, But, you know, I brought it up before, and the more I keep thinking about it, the more I keep loving it. Now, I don't know how much money the Texas Rangers have left in the bank, Ooh, nice. but I would absolutely love for them to go out and get um, Clayton Kershaw. He grew up in Dallas, Texas, with his good buddy Matt Stafford. Um, and I think, you know, he is good buddies with Matt Stafford, so that might incline him to stay in L.A. because Stafford's with the Rams. You never know. Um but I feel like Texas would be uh, very, very nice. I, I love the Dodgers' YouTube channel. They post a lot of cool videos. And one of their videos was um them doing their, their uh, annual fantasy football draft. And I know Kershaw <laughs> does own a home. That's where he lives in the off season in Texas. So that could definitely play a large role. Obviously, his buddy Corey Sear went down there. A lot of these major free agent signings. And I,
0: the guy dragging all these Dodgers down there is their manager, Chris Woodward, former bench coach. Or third, base. I use a bench of third base coach for the Dodgers, but um, that's why I feel like Chris Taylor has a nice shot to go there. I mean, this, Woodward had a nice relationship with all these guys.
1: If um, if Kershaw goes to the Rangers, then I'll consider them contenders. But you yeah, know, I agree. Oh, I agree. I can also, it's Dodgers or Rangers for me to be honest. Yeah, I I also see the Braves. I'm telling you, the Braves need one more pitcher. To the Braves are just, good. They got Max Freed, the goat.
0: Yeah, I mean, Andy and Anderson, that guy's gonna become a. Good, but moving on, we'll hit up another try. <coughs> Excuse me, another trifecta. Three guys that already signed. We got Berlander, Syndergaard, Rodriguez. Burlander returned to the Astros for one year, twenty-five mil. Syndergaard went to the Angels for one year, twenty-two, and Eduardo Rodriguez to the Tigers for five years, seventy-eight mil. Um, Syndergaard, this is the one that puzzles me the most. A guy that's pitched two innings has proven that stay healthy. It's a one-year deal. Like that would be my pitching argument. If I'm a decent pitcher in the league, a guy that pitched two innings in the past two years, and he's making more than me, I mean, that that's got to have a little edge on me. I mean, like I, I know the Angels are desperate. And they need everything to go their way. But I, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm puzzled with this move. Uh, Verlander, I think, this is a great move for them. Astros are still trying to make their name out there in the league. Dusty Baker's just. Falling short of that World Series, I think this is a great rebound for them. And Rodriguez, like I said, Tiger's in the right right place right now. They are just only up. I really was hoping the Cubs got Rodriguez, but uh, Tiger's is a great great move for them.
1: Um, Verlander, just a great signing. We know what he's going to bring to the table. No need to get too in-depth there. Rodriguez, I like the signing. If you look at his stats from last year, the, the, the ERA and the whip was up. But, obviously, that that field, the difference between the uh, the metrics at Fenway Park and Co-America Park in Detroit are so vastly different that I think he's going to have so much success there. I could honestly see him up there for Cy Young, you know, just kind of a bold prediction. Um, I like that signing a lot. That was the one that kind of kicked off free agency along with Semien. Um Syndergaard, this is going to be his Marcus Semyon kind of prove it year. He signed a one-year deal. Um, I think you know with the kind of stuff he has, he could sign for. You know, he said you he said he's making you know a lot of money for pitching two innings the past two years. Um, I think that's low for him for you know how good he was. He was outshining Degrom when they were both healthy. Um, obviously, Degrom's a beast now, so I yeah. wouldn't say that they're doing that now. That he's doing that now. But the, if Syndergaard can you know go back to what he was doing before those injuries. Um, I could see him signing a massive contract similar to how Robbie Ray was doing it this year um, in, in the next couple seasons. So I, I like the Syndergaard signing a lot for the Angels and for Syndergaard. Um, the Angels, Angels are going to Angels. so I don't know about their, their playoff chances right now. We'll have to see how the lineup turns out. If they could add a guy like Kershaw Chris Taylor, that would help them a lot. That would uh, make my uh, point of view on them maybe change a little bit. But as of right now, I like those signings. I have to say,
0: uh, I, yeah, uh, Kenley Jansen, Dodgers reliever. Um, he's been there for what a he's while. He's been there for a while. Um, but I just there were the ups and downs this season, obviously. But there's ups and downs with every closer. Chapman got booed at one point. Jansen got booed quite a bit this year, but he found it. To me, um yes. hate to say it, but I mean I mean they do have Edwin Diaz, but I
1: could
0: see the Mets using this as their other pitcher here.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, uh the hard thing is, I mean, you don't uh, what Steve Cohen is a very unpredictable man, uh you <laughs> just don't know what's gonna go on. But uh I I think it's down to just a few teams, but uh, I'm gonna go with the Dodgers. I think they'll re. I think they'll re-sign him, but it. It's, I feel like this could be a, a prove it year because he is. He's, he's getting 34, up thirty-four. So oh wow! I didn't even realize he's that old. I was thinking like thirty-two, but I think this is one more year. If he can pitch at a dominant level, sure, you can offer him a nice three-four year deal. But I'm thinking like a nice one year nineteen, eighteen mil deal, just you know it's a lot for a one year closer, but I mean he, he's he's proved it. Uh but that's that's what I'm gonna sit Kenny Jones and resign.
1: Um, you know, we've been talking about it all episode the Angels, you know, going after pitching. we're just talking about it. So, you know, maybe they just go even more, have have uh Jansen come right across town. Um, I think the Phillies would be an interesting fit for him. Uh, The Mets would be cool, but I don't know about that.
0: I can also see the Marlins if they want to make a nice bullpen stock move.
1: Yeah, you know, the Marlins' bullpen isn't crazy. They have just a lot of starters. They got a lot of solid young starters. They haven't bolstered the bullpen yet. So I I don't even know who I'm going to go with Kenley Jansen yet. Go Angels, Dodgers, Marlins. Uh, Hey, Google, pick a number one through three. <laughs> He said two. All right, he's going to the – wait, shit. What was my two? All right, hold on. I got to do it again. Marlins, right. Angels, Dodgers. One is Marlins. Two is Angels. Three is Dodgers. We're going again. That was a practice one. Hey, Google, pick a number one through three. Here's a random number. Three. Three. I'll going back to the Dodgers. Dodgers. Three signings. Um, Yeah, it can't be for too long. You know, he's getting up there in age. And, you know, obviously Verlander's find those odds. I guess you could say Kershaw, too. But, you know, generally – pitchers as they get older they lose that velo and that's what you know Kurt, uh, not Kershaw. kenley's been known for having that electric you know cutter slider sinker mix that um that gets up there in the velo so you know with that going down he's just not going to be a very productive closer anymore you can just kind of see him going into like a mid-inning reliever guy um but yeah this is going to be kind of i would say the last dance for kenley maybe signs a one two-year deal but you know as as my google home called it he's going back to the dodgers and to,
0: to 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 conclude, we are gonna finish with Anthony Rizzo. Uh he is thirty two years old, uh going into his I wanna say what he started. I think he's going into his ninth season.
1: It's gotta be more than that, right? I'll, go, uh, I'll yeah, say to ten. I'm
0: gonna say eleven. Uh, I'll go third, to you. Yeah, I have it right here. Uh eleven. It's Oh, yeah, he's going into year 12. Wow. Ooh. I thought it was 21, damn. But uh, this is an interesting one. You're looking for – I mean, he fairly showed. With the Yankees, he betted 249, comes right at 248. Uh, finished uh top five in the ML MVP back-to-back years in 15 and 16. Uh, finished 13th and eight seventeen seventeenth 17th and 18th. Oh, that's a tongue twister. But uh, Gold Glove, Silver Slugger, All-Star, he, he's your team player here. So this can go any way, but Don't uh, say as it, much so as I, I know to what not say you're it, thinking. I feel like the Brewers are going to surprise people and, and go out and sign Anthony Rizzo right here. Uh, it's going to be a tough one, bullet for for Cubs fans, but uh, I'm going to have the Brewers sign an Anthony Rizzo.
1: Interesting. Um, for Rizzo, I think there's two teams here, and those teams are rivals Yankees and Red Sox. Yo, you've been hammering up, you know, you've been talking up the Red Sox how they're going to go out to get these guys. I think they finally get it with Rizzo. Now, the reason why I'm not closing the door completely on the Yankees is because their GM went on MLB Network the other day and says that their main goal, one of their goals is to try and retain Rizzo. It's like one of the few times I've watched MLB Network. Um, <laughs> But so that's why I think it's between those two teams, you know, Boston brought him in, they drafted him. Um, I'm sure he still knows some people there, although it was a while ago. I think he's going to go over to, um, over to Boston. You know, they got the pesky pole there should hit a lot of home runs. Obviously half of them are probably going to be on a knee. Um, I miss Rizzo. I wanted to come back. I sent him a lengthy DM, got some tears on the screen while I was typing it. Um, i just I'm trying to be realistic here. I can't see him coming back to Chicago quite yet. I think he could definitely finish out his career, maybe a one- or two-year deal uh, a few years down the road. But right now, maybe when we're it's the Boston Red Sox.
0: I like that. But that's going to conclude today's episode. We'll either have a part two or we will have an off-season grading where we'll just go over the rest of these guys. But uh, it was a very good podcast. And Until next time,
1: see you. Peace.